everybody. How you guys doing? It's your boy, Mike Fowler, a.k.a. Cousin Cecil. And welcome back to the Cousin Cecil Show, episode 8. How are you? I hope you're doing well. I hope you are above any trials and tribulations that you had this week. I hope you feel well. I'm back for you to, for some more nerdy news. At least today we got some good news that we're starting to see the new consoles get prices and dates. Also, of course, we're going to be talking about the little UB Ford they had this week and see uh, all the announcements and some reveals that we kind of speculated we've talked about on the show. But like all other shows, we're going to start with what I've played this week. And uh, to my knowledge, to try to remember all the games, I played uh, this game called Spellbreak on the PlayStation which is also available on all other consoles. It is a battle royale and actually puts a little different twist on these typical battle royales that we've been getting. This one in particular is you are wizards and more closer to, I guess, uh, like Avatar Last Airbender type of styles because there are, this one has eight different uh, gloves you get to put on, but you start off the game, you pick one element. There's ice, fire, earth, wind, poison, lightning. There has to be, I think there's maybe two more, but I can't remember. But I think those are, there might be only five. You get to be like a bender of that spell. It also is not a game that involves precision. It's more about cooldowns and making sure you have your spells ready to go for the conflict more than doing these like you know there's no guns and you get to learn it's about mobility is really a key in everything i would check it out if anybody wants i don't want to destroy how good it is with my description the idea of let's say you start off the game you're let's say you want to be stone so you're the earth wizard and you get to drop down there's only 40 people on the map and then you gather equipment to get better for, of course, like, you know, no armor and have some health packs on you. But you also can look for an alt, like another element to have on your left hand. The right hand is like our, you know, the right trigger is uh, like a quicker fire shot. R1 is more of a heavier shot. So I'm going to use the earth one because I, I was an earth wizard majority of the time. The right R2 trigger is you he's like it's kind of like shoots like a shotgun. He hits the ground. He makes a line drive attack. It's a little slower. It's not as quick as lightning, of course, because you can only imagine, or even wind. But it does more damage. But it's like a shotgun, like you go boom, and it makes a line, like a line of damage towards the person. His R1 is a lot, like you throw a boulder in the air, and it kind of lobs at him. Then you can make el different elements. So ones I've seen before, because I've also, so I can at least explain it. I've been the the air wizard before. And he can make a her a, a tornado. Sounds logical. Like, okay, that's a big thing. He's going to drag enemies into the line, the eye of the storm so you can shoot at them. So as I was a wind wizard, I also found a, a poison glove for my left hand. If you make the tornado and you shoot another element into the tornado, it becomes that element tornado. So I had poison. You can shoot poison, even just the smallest spell. And it becomes a poison inflicting tornado towards your enemies. So there's these different ways to use the spells and how it works. I've still, maybe it's just me not checking the how to do it. I have not figured out what is the best combo with the stone. Since I do like how stone works. I, I understand how the damage works. Because I've tried ice. Ice is okay. I don't, it's kind of conflicting. Because ice in this game. I know I'm going all left and right. But. The ice wizard main power uh, attack is you're a sniper. You can charge up a shot. You can actually zoom in and kind of do like a long range shot. He also doesn't have no secondary shot in my eyes off the bat. He has like the best range shot. And he also has probably one of the better on ground mobility feats because wherever you shot at, it makes a line of snow or ice. So you can kind of skate towards the enemy too. What makes it also cool is so it's a battle royale, so you know there's a ring of, all right, the ring's closing, get into the ring so you don't get no poison gas and die, blah, blah, blah. During the game, if you make it to the next ring, you level up, and you get more features for 
your character. So back to the stone wizard. Let's say you got into second ring. We'll say, all right, you gain, you get a faster recharge on your uh, shatter, like hit the ground shotgun shit. Okay. When you get to the, the third to the, the, the second to the final ring as a stone wizard, which happens a lot. I've noticed in the game, it feels good. There's some co- majority of the conflicts at the beginning, at the drop zones, and at the fi- at the end. So you have enough time to really go regroup, get the better equipment for you, so you can have a real good wizard arcane fight at the end. Back to the stone wizard, like I'm trying to say, the stone wizard gets like the feat of you can throw two boulders instead of one recharge, so you can do like a level of av- they call it avalanche, but you show shoot two two uh, lob boulders at your enemies. It's actually pretty fun. I haven't got that. F- I got enough to, because just how progression works, I've maybe leveled up to level five or six character wise. And I might have leveled level four on my stone mage part since I've switched over to wind before or even snow. I would check it out right now. There's no battle pass right now. So it's really gets good into to get into because when you're leveling up, you're earning gold for skins and shit playstation plus gets a free skin anyway to look into but i would check it out another game i played this week was i finished well i finished the the levels of tony hawk pro skater remastered one and two so i have all the achievements not achievements all the missions done of each map for tony one and two i also collected all the aliens so i have the alien x skin i have to go collect four more stat points to get that little challenge done and i have to just repeat this feels really good and listening to other podcasts just for you know hear their opinions i do admit i do agree on i really hope that they do not try to rehash this lightning that they struck on i hope if they think about doing anything else in the tony hawk franchise they just give us Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3 and 4 remastered as DLC for this game so that we can add it towards like a like an ultimate multiplayer pack of maps to help keep in rotation because I don't think like 40 bucks was a perfect spot for this game. It was came out at 40 bucks. So if you can get us to come back and pay even 30, I'd pay 30 bucks for a map pack or well not map pack, but a, all right, we got the next installment, like a destiny style DLC of three and four. I'd give them 30 bucks for it. I think it's worth it. Add more characters add more even. I do like also they do how they do the in-game currency. You, you gain a lot of money. So you can get a lot of stuff from their quote unquote skate shop, which is not anything out of pocket. I hope they can add more to that. The real game I wanted to talk about on my what I've been playing. I've only been playing for maybe five days, but I'm hooked. And you probably know already know what it is if you've watched on the internet, been watching Twitch lately. I got into that game Among Us. Oh man, it is so well done. It's so good. If you don't know and you're not initiated, you don't know what it, Among Us is. It's a very indie game. It's only like 2D, but it's uh, it's basically the game. It's technically Clue, but I like to treat it like if you ever seen the movie The Thing, the John Carpenter movie where people are sick. So in this idea, there are you can make multiple ones. I keep this where I have this fucking podcast. I want to do a good sentence, but I'm thinking about the proper like, you know, other lines of it. You can have up to three imposters, which are the killers. But basically you're in a server room of 10 people, two of them. Or up to three, but two is the sweet spot. You'll understand when you get onto the game. But two of them are killers. Your mission in the ta- in the game is just figure out who's the imposters. But also, each crew member has a ta- tasks a list of list of tasks to do, so you can technically win the game. There's a little green progression bar up top. That shows that we like the teammates are doing their tasks and we're working our way to win. While this is happening, imposters are faking tasks, getting close to people, killing people without people seeing them, and also doing sabotage moments. Like one map is like, all right, we're gonna turn off the he's gonna turn off the lights. Yeah, you know, we all have to go. Well, not all of us. Someone has to go down and fix lights. Okay, 
and it's very it's very fall guysy if fall guysy was a flash game back like on Newgrounds. if you remember that uh old website of flash games it just has that feel because it's just like that type of art style if you've been watching twitch people are just sitting like it like ninja dr lupo uh valkyrie uh courage on uh youtube they're all getting into these discord servers and doing voice chat style of among us because when you're playing uh i suggest playing on your mobile phone in because it's a it's free to jump in and it's only two dollars to remove ads if you want to play it on steam it's five bucks up front but i think it's worth its money i've already given it technically five bucks by removing ads and also buying myself a set of skins and it is it's so good it's like a perfect game like people have been saying fall guys was like that perfect touch for like how this year's been going some kind of fun not so serious game because oh my god it is so good the games go for maybe on a good game a good game maybe seven eight minutes if somebody finds a body everybody comes back and we talk about it and say hey where was the body found okay it was in the cafeteria all right was there any suspects around there no and then the 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 wrench into the system is anybody can talk so somebody could like your killer can go like this oh i saw yellow over there being very suspecty next to the next to the dead body of like oh i saw him in the dead bo- the character before the character died and then also the wrench of like just people being weird like now i've done a couple games and i like it so much they give you also there's you know you can dress up already in the game for free so like what i've been doing is just going into servers dressed up as a brown skin character like i can call it an astronaut so because you're working kind of in space but like a little brown hazmat suit with a cowboy hat on which is in the well a sheriff's hat in the customization and i've been going for the past day and a half walking in and going into the group chat saying all right there's a new sheriff in town and like just being a dramatic cop in the discussions in the voting process even as even as a good crew member or even as the killing imposter just to stay face on this idea of being a a clown like when if uh Well, I've been doing it lately when uh, the body's found. I'm like, all right, where's my yellow tape? There's been a homicide. And just acting dumb. People get, I get these, I basically being a troll without being a true asshole troll. I'm still doing my tasks. I'm still trying to win. I'm just trying to be a character while I'm doing it. I've done like, there's a little antenna. So you can kind of look like a little hazmat robot. And one time I was playing and then someone goes, I think it's, I was, I was a cyan, light blue. I think it's cyan. He's suspect. I'm like, nope, I'm a robot. Can't kill your humans. It's robot rule. They didn't believe, they thought I was joking to be a killer. Turns out I was, I was a crew member. I was a good guy. But just the idea of going, getting under some people's skins was, has been making me feel so good. The game is so well done. And even on mobile is, it's really Good. The controls are really spot on, even for a mobile game. Besides one mission that's on only a one map, there is one mission that you have to drag your finger down this uh, exit the maze bullshit with a light. That's very little, a little clunky. I hope that the developers go in and like maybe fix that part of the mobile game. But the rest of it, it feels really good for a maybe like a two-man job game indie game the makers are inner sloth the developers it is a perfect game for right now especially even it sounds dumb it's not even spooky but the idea of like you're working like a movie and we're getting into halloween of like just like the whodunit i suggest everybody and if if anybody hears this please tell me you you downloaded it and so we can maybe uh jump in 
because you can also do private matches and do how these Twitch streamers are doing. Because I want to be the first ones to do it. No one has done what I'm going to say now. I want to do a full server, 10 people, game of Among Us with voice chat, like on a Discord chat. But we all act like whatever our hat is. So, like I said, I want someone to pretend to be a sheriff. There are even like an easier one, I'm going to say. You can have a banana pill on your head and you can be yellow. So like, nope, I'm a bit like, just pretend to be a banana and like do fucking banana puns. Like I did before on these people that got under their skin It's just a perfect idea. I think it'd be really good for entertainment wise for even Twitch streams. It might be able to do something. If anybody hears about this and here wants to do it at Mike Feller 93, let's set it up. Especially if you have a good setup on a voice chat discord, I'm not, I'm not smart. I know how to turn on Twitch on my phone, and I I barely know how to work Discord. But if you guys hear me, give me a holler. I'd love to do it. Anyway, that was my week in games. So let's just get right into it. Thank God for this person called, what is it, Windows Central. Windows Central leaked the Xbox Series S, the, 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 the small Xbox that's coming out. They announced that it is going to be $300, no disk drive. And long story short, this leak made Microsoft have to show their hand and say, yep, this, this leak is true. Here's the Series S and the Xbox Series X is going to be $500 and it will be out November 10th. Pre-orders start September 22nd, but back to the Series S. Um, it is, I don't want to say it bad, but it is a, it's a next gen console, but with lower end stuff under the hood. Just some, some compare and contrast. The Xbox series X has apparently 12 teraflops in the system. The Xbox series S is only four terabytes, four terabytes, teraflops of graphics in it. And it can only go up to 1440 frame or not frames 1440p it can go up though to 120 frames per second which is neat i wonder i don't know how they're going to do it since for a comparison i believe the ps4 is a four terabyte console but i think it just involves newer cpu i'm using probably wrong words but newer g like you know graphic i know they don't have graphics cards but the idea of like there has to be more improved slimmer model of contraptions from a from seven years ago to now that's why the xbox series can do it pull it off it also is uh what is the words very slim it's only like 40 percent of what this series x is going to be i also heard there was a rumor that there was a part during one of those xbox viewings phil spencer actually had it in the background we just didn't notice it really quick i did want to say though this was truly a leak people thought it was like a a leak that maybe Microsoft did go oops but no turns out it was a true leak and I wonder what's going to happen to those uh, partners in business partners in this situation because there's been a leak video of like their true announcement video for the series s and to be honest to save you trouble so you don't have to watch it it's like this this the the video that they show Look like a goddamn a Shade 45 interview. I I thought they were going to have Sway there talking to Phil Spencer. Because it was like one of those like two couches next to each other just talking mumbo jumbo. And at the last minute he goes, oh yeah, here's the most, here's Lockhart, aka Lockhart, the Xbox Series S. And they go into a trailer. The vert, the I think their recovery to the leak was done better and got more people hyped up than this video. I saw the video on Twitter. It was, uh, I can't remember the gentleman's name, but I saw it through an article, like through like comicbooknetwork.com, did a news article. $300, no disc, technically can't do 4K. Is that irrelevant? That is still up for discussion down the road. There has been rumors, 4K, even 4K TV conversions, like people... Buying 4K TVs from 1080p TVs have been down. People also, what's another word? 
I think if they are true, if it's true, if they can lock down 120 frames per second, that might still be a pretty good selling item only because of Xbox's Game Pass. Because the other news that came out this week was Xbox announced Game Pass is going to have EA Play. So EA Play is the streaming, not streaming service, but the the library service they do of all their EA games is coming to Game Pass for for the same for no extra price. So in theory, you can have Battlefield, Battlefront, Anthem. Woohoo! You get to play all the old years Maddens and EA Sports games too. Plants vs Zombies is included. So hey, very neat. I thought before the more discussion because I wrote I wrote this news down when it first broke. I thought seeing the Xbox Series S and the Game Pass news might have been a nail in the coffin for the PS5 for price. We PS I'm just say PS5 lost the price. There is no way a digital edition PS5 is going to be $300. The PS5 is still in the race for a informed buyer sale. Because, all right, all right, I looked it up. Xbox Series S is going to have a 512 gigabyte custom solid state drive, SSD, at launch. And then the Series X is going to be one terabyte. But the reason I'm trying to get to is it is good. And also, like I said, some of the conversion rates for TVs have been going a little slower. So... And then at this Christmas, $300 is not bad for our next-gen console. Does the no disk drive throw me off? Yes. I would also, I do want to say kudos. It's still good. I don't, the design's a little off. It has like this big black like exhaust on top. When I say exhaust, I don't want to make it sound bad, but it looks like a stereo speaker kind of like little dome. It looks fine. I just think... At the moment in time when it first came out, but I think also I'm trying my, like again, trying my best not to be curved on other uh, influencers' views. I was ready for this week to go like this. This is the killing app. This is going to kill, you know, this is where Xbox is coming. But I, again, one thing I did hear though, system and all are cool, but what the hell are you going to play on it? And right now they might be winning on the price of the system. But they have no games this year. Absolutely none. Besides old games that are already out or third-party games that are important but also irrelevant at the same time. And then also, while we're just talking about systems, apparently this op- th- this is why I'm happy it happened. Leak or not. But I'm happy the leak happened because then it put it opens up the door for everybody. PlayStation <laughs> on a Saturday morning said, "We'll see you next Wednesday. We're having the sh- PlayStation Five so- showcase, and, uh, and this has to be it. This is going to be the day. Is go- we're going to get announcements. We are going to get pre-order dates and release dates. And right here." I'm just going to say there's already been a leak rumor that most likely pre-orders are going to be opening up September 25th for PlayStation 5. Xbox, September 22nd. Just so you know, the PS5 is rumored the 25th to pre-order. And it is rumored to be, I saw was, it comes out, I want to say November, like a week after the Xbox Series X rumored release well not rumored confirmed release date november 10th maybe they'll change it because of this new news but the rumor mill has said for sure pre-orders might be 25th and i right here i'm going to say november 17th for release but we'll see this wednesday i'm very excited and also i wanted to say i'm going to put it as like a cousin cecil a bet that digital, there's the digital only PS5 will be $400. And that will be back to my discussion was if you're an informed buyer, let's say you're a mom going to GameStop, just as an idea. Hey, the next gen console coming out, what do we got? 
Oh, we have a $300 new Xbox. Ooh, but hold on, ma'am. For $100 more, you can get a system that matches the, the top tier Xbox Series X. And the idea of that is the main squeeze. It has, I know it doesn't have truly 12 teraflops and all that shit, but just the idea that you understand what I'm trying to get to. But hey, for $100 more, you can get the 4K system that's ready for 8K. You have the next system, like, you know, a next true installment. I'm not saying the Series S is a half step like Series X or Xbox One X or Pro, PS4 Pro. But you know what I'm saying? Hopefully my listeners are understanding what I'm saying. But for $100 more, ma'am, you can get the PlayStation version for a true graphical jump. I can, I can almost probably guarantee digital 400, disc uh, PS5, 500 now that the Series X is out. Let's cross our fingers and let's hope for the best. And also, everybody on Twitter is saying this is the one that they're going to bring out the the big guns to really show the true secrets they have for like third-party exclusives. Just so I can be on the top of it, uh, Push Squared said fans are pretty confident it's going to be Final Fantasy 16 is going to be shown Wednesday. Probably like, like all Final Fantasy, it's just going to be a, a trailer, a CG trailer, a logo. And we'll probably won't see it for three years. So we'll see that. Uh, but I do want to say, I think we are going to get. All right. I'm going to say it right here. Because what if we get another Marvel IP? I'm just going to leave it there. You know me. I'm in a fucking garage by myself. I have no fucking info. I'm just guessing some off the wall thing that would be pretty cool to happen. I know Sony truly owns the IP for Spider-Man. I hope Disney has like thoughts because they worked with Square Enix and Crystal Dynamic for a idea. But I wonder if we get another Marvel IP for an exclusive game. We'll see. Maybe I'm pulling this out of my ass. So Final Fantasy 16 is probably a good bet. If I had a guess, because I would have never thought we would have got Deathloop and um, Ghostwire. I would say I'd be more. I'll throw another one out there. I don't want to say anything about Call of Duty because we're going to talk about that. But that's already in the water that we're going to get some like play it here first shit. Yeah, I'm going to fuck it. I'm going to stick to that. What if we get a Marvel, a brand new Marvel IP? Not saying what it is. Have no idea. If my guess since we. Oh, yeah. Look. We had also Iron Man VR. What if we get... That'd be so cool. What if we get fucking like a Hulk sandbox, like Total Destruction style from the GameCube time Hulk game. But yeah. Off systems, Black Ops Cold War had the multiplayer reveal. And I'll try to look at it with uh, squinted eyes because every single goddamn year... The that they sell me, it really catches my eye. I do not know. Well, I do know why. Cause they are good. Shooting wise, Call of Duty games are good. Do they get a little repet? No, uh, yeah, repetitive. Do they get a little boring? Yes. But every year, do they look great? They look phenomenal. And then listening to some people, some people think this might done like a backstep graphically. For how Modern Warfare looks good, but call it Black or Cold War Black Ops Treyarch, you can definitely see the Treyarch touch to the systems. Maybe it is a little off, gra- like off top-notch graphics, but you can see the smooth frames. You can see where maybe it's not about graphical, but they have way bigger maps. To my eye, they also involve some maps involve fucking vehicles. Like, there's a snow level in the middle of Russia where there's snowmobiles to drive around. They also said they're going to take, they're going to have a battle pass. So it sounds like they're going to do the no no uh, map packs, which is good because Treyarch does really good map packs. But obviously, it staggers the playing, the, the multiplayer uh, groups. They're going to do the battle pass. And they're also going to put their fingers into Warzone. 
Do I know anything about if they're going to control maybe graphically Warzone? Maybe they just said, hey, Infinity War, uh, will you put 1980s uniforms on these guys for us? Think, great, thanks. But maybe they'll do snow. More than I don't even know if they do snow, but maybe they'll do like a winter one with snowmobiles because they have the they have the foundation for the multiplayer maps. Also, they also show a couple new modes. One of them is called VIP. My my stepson said this is kind of old one, but I've never heard of it. VIP is like six v six. One of the characters is the very important person. All he has is a pistol, and all you have to do is get him to the extraction zone. While there's another team hunting you down in a big ass map. It sounds interesting. Obviously not whatever. And then another new mode called Fire Team. Where you and your, um, I think it's 5v5, maybe 6v6. You have to go through the map collecting uranium and make a dirty bomb. First one to make the dirty bomb and probably set it up and explode it wins. It looked nice. I liked, I watched uh, some of the multiplayer uh, beta streams from like like the Call of Duty partners of streamers again it looks good I just you know I get I don't want to buy it but it's talking to me it's hard to me not to link think about buying it it looks good off Call of Duty you before it happened and I didn't know because that day, uh, where was I? Oh, I went out with my family out to a like a different town just to get out of the house because of all this COVID shit. We just went mask on to fucking Walmart and just bought some good shit and have fun. Uh, looking at my YouTube, I'm like, oh, wow, it's a three-hour show. Turns out two fucking hours of it is pre-show and bullshit. But here is the news from the UB Ford. They went off the bat with... That Gods and Monsters game that we talked about has been rechanged to it is now called Immortals Phoenix Rising. And it is basically a Greek mythology Breath of the Wild. Like literally how he climbs up the side of the mountain, how you just can like have an open map like Breath of the Wild has off the get-go. It looks fine, but just at the same time, maybe it's an older build. It just looked okay. Maybe just need a little bit more polishing for me to go like, that looks really good. I want to play it. It matters on price. I don't even know the price of it. But another another unpolished turd they looked at, which I'm actually excited for, is they announced the Prince of Persia Sands of Time remake. Like I said on the other Cousin Cecil show that we did the little rumor from that uh, Amazon post. Apparently, it turns out it's only the one game, The Sands of Time, which is the first one of that trilogy. And then also, I'm just saying it graphically, it looks like it looks really bad. I hope they hear feedback from this forward and they um, go back in and polish it up. Literally, somebody pointed out on Twitter that in one shot with the princess, someone one character model was used three times. In the background of out of five people so you do that math it looked a little it looked a little down priced it is coming out only for I believe 40 bucks as a it's an it's a lower price game but I really hope because Prince of Persia Sands of Time is a great game I hope they go back and put some better polish onto it and before I get that farther into this if you guys watch the UB forward it looked very corporate answer to the accusations that was going on inside with the Assassin's Creed director that got he got fired, but also said he stepped down from his job because <laughs> I don't want to be like that guy. But like the um, Immortals Phoenix Rising had a girl describing the game like, hey, we like women. So they're going to sh- like the, the main character is a girl. Cool. And then they had a girl describing the whole game. I'm like, okay. I'm like, huh. This seems like a, a company that's just been yelled at for how they treat women. Hmm. Oh, look. The Prince of Persia Sands of Time remake is going to happen. Hey, why don't we just put this lady who is straight up has a very, you know, it's her accent. I can't make fun of her like that. But like, hey, let's put a woman who's not really that much into the fucking limelight because she's just a woman to talk. Let's put her in front, shall we? We like women here. We didn't try to sell games 
with men only because they sell, blah, blah, blah. We didn't have a fucking person being a fucking sexual predator in our Assassin's Creed director. <laughs> right, guys? <laughs> French. Anyway, Prince of Persia, I really like that Sands of Time one. And they did show some uh, modeling from the PS2 to the, the new one. It looks better, but also, yeah, they need to go in and put better models in. Then they showed a um, that Hyperscape Battle Royale is getting a new mode called Turbo. It is for max level characters with max level equipment. I don't know exactly how to play Hyperscape, but the idea of everything's boosted up to the top, like I think speed or even like uh, ammo and shit, I can't exactly remember what they said because I was more intrigued to the next announcement, which again, they did that. They did this fucking red herring, felt like a minute and a half video of nothing to go into an old game. They had a minute and a half long little stretch of to find out that Rainbow Six Siege is getting a World Cup competition, which is awesome because Overwatch uh, World Cup, when that's going on, that was good. I actually watched, I went, sat down intentionally to watch it when it was going on live. And also when I was, uh, during the time I had actual cable, uh, Disney XD had the Overwatch League on. I turned it on. It was just fine, which is cool. Rainbow Six Siege has definitely put their foundation on the map that they deserve a World Cup. They also announced uh, <laughs> they had this weird moment with the San Antonio Spurs, Tony Parker doing like a little pep talk for these guys who are, you do not know who's going to be on the World Cup teams trying to prep talk them. Hey guys, don't worry. I think it's also because I think it's just weird. But they also announced they showed more about this next coming season with Sam Fisher from Splinter Cell with a cartoon story mode shit. I don't have no idea what's the story about. And they also announced that Rainbow Six Siege is getting a next gen free upgrade of. So if you play it on PS4, you have it on PS5 for free. Vice versa, Xbox One to Series X or Series S. They are going to be up to it's going to be up to 4K and 120 frames per second by the end of the year. And they they said promise. We promise to have that done by the end of the year. I'm like, oh wow. Like I said, it's definitely putting the groundwork. I think they have I bet money I I'm not really that into it. I think I've heard they have more character almost about the same amount of characters as Overwatch of characters to play as. So wow. And then they showed a really great news, which has been being teased through the grapevines of Twitter with the the author and stuff. But Scott Pilgrim versus the World Complete Edition, it's real. It's coming to this these gen consoles. And uh, what makes it a, the Complete Edition is because you get the Knives Chow and the Wallace Wells expansions. That game is a great brawler, like Streets of Rage style. It's actually pretty hard, too. It's been in this limbo off of the PlayStation 3's store. I want to say it's copyright issues with music, but I could be wrong. But it was removed from the PS3 store. Hasn't been up for sale for. I think it came out around the movie, and the movie just hit 10-year anniversary. So almost like 10 years with no Scott Pilgrim versus the world game to be able to play, play it anywhere unless you've already owned it. And kept your PS3 count. PS3. Uh, it's a great to hear. I'm glad. It's out this holiday. And then they also showed. Uh, for Watch Dogs Legion. They have music. From UK rapper Stormzy. And they also announced that Stormzy's fall. On my enemy mission. For the for in game. It will be released on the same date. October 29th as release of. Watch Dogs 3 Legion and you can and it also showed a a new trailer showing more characters that you can be uh flip flopping around like they showed a like an elderly man instead of the old lady they also showed like a uh a beekeeper that's like looks like kind of like a cyber beekeeper like there she can control bees so it looks cool and they also Announced that Aiden Pierce, the original protagonist from Watch Dogs 1, is available unique character for the season pass that is available for the game. Uh, Watch Dogs, like I said, comes out the 29th. 
And they also, oh yeah, I forgot about to say that. All the next-gen versions were really, are going to be released on the same day as the Xbox Series X. So if I said the November 10th, they moved Assassin's Creed's next-gen console release to November 10th. So that's cool. We'll see how these games go. We're getting the fall, guys. We got games coming out of each asshole. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good ride. Finally, thank again. I'm gonna say thank you, Windows Central, for pushing that ball off that hill. Now we can see who's gonna shoot. Like we saw, Xbox had to shoot first, and that's starting the next gen consoles. Thank you, God. And then they ended the show with this new game, Riders Republic. It is a I don't even know how to describe it, but it's a it's like four UV games in one. It has trials steep fucking the map of the crew it seemed like and like the tagging of like like a tony hawk back in the day where he had to do tricks and you own the ramp after you do the trick on it but it's like an open world steep game where it's a big map you're dry you can be on pedal bikes you can be on a, on a wind glider suit you can have a jet pack you can have snowboards you can have Every extreme sports idea besides skateboards I didn't notice of like outdoor trail extreme sports is in this game. It was only it was actually it was a mix. Majority of it was CG, but it was like that CG parts that show that it's going to be fun and goofy. Like you can dress up like there was a guy on a BMX bike pedaling his ass down the mountain in a giraffe suit. You know what I mean? People are there are trials maps inside the game. There are, like I said, there's these snowboard parks that you seems like you can do like team multiplayer of like, all right, the last person to do like a cool trick and make the biggest trick on the on the ramp, that ramp gets painted to your team's color and whoever's you know has the most color at the end wins. Uh, it comes out in February. Uh, it is February. 25th i want to check it out it's just not my bag hopefully maybe maybe ps plus i don't have xbox but maybe x maybe maybe game pass will get it that'll be good for him little short and sweet uh what was another thing oh yeah i guess i want to do that too because we're all off the game stuff but uh the dc fandom was yesterday part two and it turns out like i was like i said there they just showed the actual extended conference, con, like conferences of like Wonder Woman, Su- Suicide Squad. But there were some that were different. A lot more for the TV wise. Like uh, Titans, they showed that uh, the person who's being uh, Wonder Girl, because I can't remember who, Donna. Her character's name's Donna. She's returning for season three, so she didn't die in season two. They showed that Doom Patrol. Was greenlit for season three for but HBO Max. They also showed that Young Justice, which is a good animated series that's on the DC Universe. DC Universe has season three called uh, Invasion. Yes, Invasion. They said they announced season four is coming. It's going to be called Phantoms, but they didn't say where it's going to be. Again, stick with me because during fandom yesterday uh jim lee tweeted for you guys with the dc universe uh stick stick with us till next week we have some announcements of what's going to happen to your streaming service i can't wait to ex- express what's going to happen woohoo to my to what it sounds like they're either gonna <coughs> it sounds like to me we might be losing we might be losing some of the videos and to be honest if I have to pay $8 a month for, if I paid $8 for just comics, I'm okay with that. Only because I, unless they're going to give HBO, that'd be weird if they merged it with HBO Max. But the the comics at, at first is worth it in my eyes. If you're a reader, comic books are usually four bucks a pop. So for eight bucks, so two cop, two issues, you can read as much as you want it's really good for readers that's why i like it also what is it i'm going to do it here they had a small well they also had uh first images from 
I didn't know this was a movie, but they're making an animated movie for DC Super Pets because almost every every DC superhero has a pet. Superman's Crypto, and they showed Crypto the first time. He looks okay. I don't like his. I don't like that they made his nose like that weird doggy brown pink because I thought Crypto's nose was always black, but that's that's just me. I'm assuming. Uh, I don't think it's called Bat Hound. I forgot his name. Man, I can't believe I forgot his name. But Batman's Batman's uh, pet's gonna be there. I'm bet money we're gonna see that squirrel Green Lantern. It looked it looked like the same quality of like images like the Scooby Doo movie did had Scoob. They also it wasn't that there wasn't as big of news like they did with the previous dc fandom it it was fun it had more i think they kind of hit the right way of doing it they made like instead of a but the first dc fandom was a one streamline hey guys watch it here's the times that you're going to be able to watch it on this version they had it as a kind of like a a la carte hey you want to watch something about wonder woman well click over here for that and start at one o'clock but you don't have to stick to this and you can jump around cool beans blah 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 but they had, well, I want to say, a conference for the comic, The Three Jokers. And I want to spoil Three Jokers right here. The reason I'm doing it, issue one has been out for, we're almost walking into one month's worth of time. So if you don't want to hear it, I'm sorry. I am going to spoil the ending and then just give some thoughts from what I heard from the the, the conference too. I believe I've already said it, but... All right, ready, set, go. Three Jokers is uh, Jeff Johns, the old create, the old uh, guy who was at the helm during the New Fifty Two, walking into rebirth of comics. Jeff Johns is a great writer. Uh, this the artist was David Fobach. He was the he was the draw the illustrator for the Justice League run of in the New Fifty Two with Jeff Johns as the writer. So they're back together working on this Three Jokers. Three Jokers comes out of the news from the Dark Seed War back in New 52, before they, they switched, that Batman went on Dark Seed's uh, chair, or one of the chairs that he has, the Ambius chair, and asked two questions. Who killed his parents? The chair replied, Joe Chill. And then he also asked, who is the Joker? And the chair came back and said, there are three. That was canon back then. The three Jokers storyline is now a DC black label, which means it's not, I don't think it's canon. It is, I think this is going to be, this is Jeff John explaining what that was all about. So, I if, again, this is an excellent first issue of a three issues story it is dark it is grounded and i you i hope you understand what i mean grounded batman is of course a detective comic in the sense of it is grounded but the idea is not over the top it's literally about um this one involves just more batman batgirl and red hood which is jason todd and all three of those characters have had runnings with the Joker in some way. Batman, because it's Joker. Batgirl, Barbara Gordon. If you ever read The Killing Joke from back in the 80s, Joker crippled her. You know what I mean? And then Jason Todd is the Robin from Death in the Family where the Joker killed him. The idea I'm trying to say is Jeff Johns, it was so, it did so well in the mental way of reading each character. Like the idea of, so the the story starts off with, it starts off with Batman. just like even coming back from a fight. Don't even explain where he's coming from, but then it involves like when Alfred is, you know, stitching him up, maybe patching him up. And you see the body of Bruce Wayne, Bruce Wayne, of you see the body of Batman. Where like it shows like him touching a scar. And then it shows a little flashback moment of like it was from the penguin's umbrella stabbing him. 
see the scar on his spine from Bane when he cracked his back. A, a burnt, a, a brand of half a question mark from the Riddler. Even scratches from Catwoman. But at the end of the thing, the one who had the most scar, or like the person who gave the most scars to Batman was the Joker. There's like four different shots of just the Joker. And then it has like, you know, his his laugh ring, ringing in Bruce Wayne's head while he's thinking about his his parents and all that stuff. And then it goes into Barbara Gordon. Like I said, she had the running with uh, the killing joke. And just thinking about uh, how dark. If you never read the killing joke, I'd suggest you read that too. And the idea goes into Jason Todd, where Jason Todd was, you know, has a, a scar on the back of his head where Joker cracked his skull open with a crowbar from Death in the Family. And the idea that he wears uh, the red hood because he took Joker's old alias called Red Hood is just things. And then, but anyway, the the night starts off with. There's been multiple sightings of the Joker in different areas. Batgirl shows up at like uh, this crime scene at Acme where like, you know, that's where the place where Joker fell into the vat and became the Joker. People are being for changed and have the laugh toxin and painted up to look like the Joker. And there was a, one of them was in the ambulance and obviously Batman and Batgirl go on the chase trying to get information from that person for the night against this, these multiple sightings of the Joker, not knowing truly there's been three, three Jokers until later. Then they, it cuts to two of the real, well, two of the Jokers in a semi truck meeting up with what appears to be the oldest Joker. Because if you look at it, if you watch, look at, this is how well David Fobach colored it or illustrated it. Like I said, there's three Jokers. One of them is clearly the Joker from like the the original appearance. He's like the head boss of this, this story right now. She, he is a little darker. He has some age spots in his eyes you, or like wrinkles compared to the other two. One of them is definitely wearing like the like the Palm Springs shirt from like Killing Joke. So she he he is uh, assumed to be the Joker from like the Killing Joke, the one who's done stuff to Barbara Gordon and crippled her. And the other one looks more like the more modern Joker. Not even the shaved side head one. Just the modern Joker that kind of looks like the one who had his way with Red Robin. Turns out they find information. They have to go to the Gotham Aquarium. And they find that Joker put the vials and made, which is an, this is an old trick from like the older Jokers, like especially, like I said, the older, more first appearance Joker. There are some Jokerized fish in the aquarium, like ones with have like the smiling toxin in them to make them look smiling and all fucked up. There is even a great white shark in there. And Jeff, Jeff Johns did such a way, good way of, like, it showed that it was kind of a setup that uh, there's a bunch of henchmen there. And even this old uh, Joker henchman named Gaggy from so long ago, I never even heard of him. But he's from the 50s, or, yeah, from the 50s, this old, like, little guy. They have a brawl there with them. But, all right, let's get into the main thing that I want to talk about, which is cool. But the one Joker who seem to our appearance seems like it's the one that dealt with Jason Todd came out of nowhere with like, you know, a bowl of, you know, bowl of piranhas trying to be the wacky Joker and they restrain him and they get him contained. And he is being uh, like, he even had sharp like razor cards like he's done before the acid uh, flower in his, on his chest pocket. The thing is, he it's all head games. They do it so well that even like Jason Todd, because this is the one that dealt with him, like Jason Todd trying to prove to the Joker, I've got over you. That's why he's like, no, you're not. That's why you call yourself the Red Hood. And then Jason Todd pulls out his gun, 
points at the Joker. He said, you know, you're absolutely right. You should shoot me. But Batman isn't here. We sh- you should shoot me. Don't you, for- don't you remember what you said to me when I was bashing your skull in and you're pleading for your life? You said, please, I'll be your Robin. It's never been said about in the game. Like that was, that's something you learn in this game thing. That never happened in the death of the family. But he, fre- he laughed so, like, you know, laugh, mind game stuff. And he said, and look at you now, my little red hood. Because now, like, you have literally have became, like, a thorn in Batman's side. Because he is a little more edgier and always bumping skulls at Batman. Shooting up people. Making Batman's life miserable. You are my Robin. You did become my Robin. And, you know, ha, ha, ha. And then he pulls the trigger. He literally shot this Joker in the in the brain. In falls down to our knowledge of because we're almost to the end of the thing shot per and again what makes it also good it is literally some comics lately which is just a modern way of doing it they do a lot of this merging uh way of putting the pictures on and more of a lot more you are in the mind of the hero you are reading this one is i'm going to say right now this one is going down in the history books. This will be up there with Killing Joke. This will be up there with Batman Year One. This will be up there with Death. Well, Death of the Family. These will. This is going to be a top-notch comic because also they did this classic way of doing a true comic panel-to-panel shot, and it's not that you're in their heads. You're just watch reading a story. You're in the passenger seat with them like, oh my God, I can't believe Red Hood shot him. He hits the ground. Barbara goes, what are you doing? Why did you? Why the hell did you do? And then Bat, uh, Red Hood goes, you wanted it too. You don't believe me? Because also Barbara Gordon, when he, she saw that he was going to pull the trigger through a battering. But he, Bar, uh, Red Hood goes, when is the last time you have missed with a battering to stop somebody? Barbara you wanted it to end too she it appears like she she wanted him shot too because she again out of the three characters besides Batman because Batman's done it well these all all three characters have had mental like post-traumatic stress or death or crippling from the Joker Batgirl out of the three has probably done the best mentally about what happened to her Batman is probably second because obviously he's Batman. He can handle his head and it's obviously he deals with the Joker a lot more, but Jason Todd is in the fucking group, the ground. Like he is still living on that, that moment to my knowledge. Like that's what's been going on in his, like that's what he's been. It's just, he's been haunted by being what happened to him with uh, the Joker, Barbara Gordon, Tears up, says screw you, leaves the room, and it ends with I hope that's the right one. Jason Todd said, and then it goes to black, and in about a week, no, well, about the twenty third of September is the the second book. I'm probably gonna spoil it again, but just I wish people who listen to this, I hope you guys will understand we are walking, we're in the moment of time. Of having a almost will be a, I believe we'll see how the ending goes, but the opening chapter or the opening book is going to is framed this to be one of the next cornerstone Batman's and Jason Todd and Batgirl's psyche that I hope everyone will go out their way and go collect these books. Either you can do a graphic novel like a like a fucking loser, because single issues are where it's at. But I really hope you guys listen to me and do it. I'm not trying. That is such a good story. Yeah, that's the show. This week's hot picks. I'm throwing a ringer on here because of the Watchdogs thing. For music, ain't it different? Featuring AJ Tracy and Stormzy, the guy from the Watchdog Legions thing. Is the the artist who's really it's under is called Hetty One, comics, 
They just announced coming for October because of Halloween coming. Scott Snyder, the guy who's been doing death metal, has Vampire 1976 coming out on DC Black Label because that's where they put all their adult, well, not adult, like, ooh, porn, but like, you know, spooky or like off-canon shots that are very dark and mysterious. I'd check it out. And then TV, honestly, uh, fuck it. No TV or movie because I can't think of offhand. Um, uh, the jury's out on how Raised by Wolves is by episode f- uh, four and five. Four and five's out. I'm going to come back to you about that. The first three were great, but this this f- the fourth episode is a little, a little dry. But yeah. Again, thank you guys for listening. If you guys could, follow me on Twitter at Mike Fowler. Mike Fowler 93 M-I-K-E-F-O-W-L-E-R 93 at Cousin Cecil C-U-Z-N-C-I-S-E-A-L Cousin Cecil at Instagram until next time be good with each other I'll see you next week peace peace